This is the KFDM Morning Show Podcast from the most trusted news team in Southeast Texas. In our headlines this morning, Hardin County Health Department is using its newly formed epidemiologist team to investigate patterns and causes of disease that pose a threat to the community. Yeah, and the team is not just focused on COVID-19. Kelsey Bors is in studio this morning to talk about the health department's goals with this new team. Good morning, Kelsey. Good morning. Of course, COVID-19 is a big one, but there are some other things that we can't forget about that are in our community and that they want to track down if people get. The epidemiology team looks for common themes in those who become sick to determine the source and prevent outbreaks and other public health threats in Hardin and Orange counties. The team also works with health inspectors if there's a food or waterborne illness outbreak. The health department says the one big challenge, though, is getting the public to cooperate. The county is partnering with Walgreens to offer Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine to any parent that would like their child to receive it. The health department says this is the first time Hardin County has had an epidemiology team saying now public health matters can be handled locally rather than relying on state resources. And Dan Gillian, maybe if they do have that local team, they'll get a better response and mm -hmm. maybe some better communication with our local community. Mm -hmm. You would have to think through all that's gone on over the course of the last year, especially with public health, there's been a lot of re-examination, a mm -hmm. lot of reorganization within departments and kind of looking in to see what can we do and do things better, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, kind of learning from past, you know, mistakes or not even mistakes, but holes in where you think you could have done things a little better. Yeah, experience, mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. past experience. All right, thank you, Kelsey. Headed out this morning? Yeah, we're talking about the Beaumont Farmers Market and not fruits or vegetables. We're actually going to two different ranches. Ah. And we're talking about locally sourced beef options. Ooh. Oh, okay, sounds good. Well, we'll look forward to that. Thank you, Kelsey. We appreciate that. 604. In other news, there are some heightened concerns this morning over vaccine hesitancy in North Texas. This as the more contagious Delta variant spreads and hospitalizations once again near zero. Now they're on the rise again. This comes four months after one Dallas public hospital was able to close its COVID unit. Parkland Hospital is not yet preparing to reopen the COVID unit, but hospital administrators admit they're worried. A man wanted as part of a child sexual exploitation investigation now in a Texas jail this morning. FBI releasing this photo identifying the man as John Doe 44. The agency also released some audio recordings as part of its investigation, but investigators say they're not releasing any further details at this time. With the help of social media, five family members in Texas have been arrested for breaching the Capitol. This is footage from the Capitol. You can see the family dressed from head to toe in camouflage. The Justice Department says one of the family members was encouraging people on social media to travel to D.C. According to court documents, the day before the January 6th riot, the family, including children, drove from Texas to the Capitol. The sixth family member was a minor and is not being charged or identified. This morning, continuing our coverage, the Texas Senate passed a controversial voting bill. This comes as the House remains in limbo, while more than 50 Democrats remain in Washington, D.C. in attempts to stall the legislation. 
The bill ends drive through voting in 24 hour polling places, bans ballot drop boxes and empowers partisan poll watchers. Opponents say these measures will hurt minority and low income voters, but Republicans say the bill will make it easier to vote and helps maintain election integrity. And GOP lawmakers in the House approved a measure asking state law enforcement to arrest those Texas Democrats when they return to the state. However, those Dems remain in Washington following a meeting with Vice President Kamala Harris. This is the photo taken on Capitol Hill during that meeting. State Representative Joe Desotel says in a nearly 45 minute meeting, the Vice President was very supportive and understood the party's concerns of voter suppression and why the bill may target minorities. The party is hopeful the Vice President will inform President Biden on the discussion. We just urged her to do what she could to encourage and push the president to push the Senate. Uh, I think he could be a little more forceful in his actions with the senators uh, to get this filibuster moved and to get the uh, House Bill 1 and the John Lewis Voting Rights Act passed. Democrats say they could be in Washington until the special session ends on August 7th. 607 finally this morning. Remember the Tiger King? Oh, yes. Yeah, he's back in the headlines <laughs> this morning after scoring a legal victory. On Wednesday, the U.S. 10th Circuit Court of Appeals vacated the sentence handed down to Joseph Maldonado Passage, who's also known as Joe Exotic. In 2020, Maldonado Passage was sentenced to 22 years in prison for murder for hire plots against Carol Baskin and wildlife violations. An appeal filed by Maldonado Passage said the murder for hire convictions should have been overturned because Baskin was allowed to attend the whole trial, even though she was classified as a government witness. He also said his murder for hire plots shouldn't have been separated because they, quote, involved the same victim. The panel agreed with the latter, saying the district court made a mistake by not grouping the sentencing on those convictions. A lawyer from Maldonado Passage said he's happy with Wednesday's decision that he expects additional wins for his client in the future. Maldonado Passage will be resentenced, but when that will happen has not yet been announced. And now your daily weather forecast from the most trusted weather team in Southeast Texas. Good morning, Southeast Texas. I am meteorologist Chad Sandwell, and here is a look at your forecast for Thursday, July the 15th, 2021. I know if you are like me, you are getting tired of these daily rain chances, but unfortunately, the rain is going to continue off and on for the next several days in a row. At least the next seven, if not eight or nine, is our very wet July weather pattern is just unrelenting across southeast Texas. So as we go through the day today, look for a 60% coverage of showers and thunderstorms. Winds out of the south at times gusting over 20 miles an hour. Could see some potentially heavy downpours. Also a little bit of cloud to ground lightning. Temperatures today because of the rain expected to hang right around that 90 degree mark. Heading into tonight, we'll still look for a partly to mostly cloudy sky with a few showers developing by morning. Again, looking for light winds overnight, so it's going to be a pretty muggy start. Temperatures into the mid-70s. Then for Friday, I'd like to say something different, but we're still looking at that 60% coverage of showers and thunderstorms. Southeast winds coming off the Gulf of Mexico keep the moisture content high, and a little trough of low pressure kind of parked between two high-pressure systems. Going to keep our rain chances up there again for Friday, and that will continue on into the weekend. Highs both Friday and Saturday around 89 degrees with a pretty good chance of showers and thunderstorms. 
On Sunday, we'll see, again, more of the same, maybe a little more isolated as far as the coverage of showers and thunderstorms go, but rain is definitely in the forecast to close out your weekend. Then early next week, we're going to see a slight shift in the pattern, but overall still looking at an upper-level trough parked across Texas and Louisiana, and that will keep our rain chances actually higher for Tuesday and Wednesday than they'll be for any point during this week, looking at a 70% coverage of showers and storms coming up for Tuesday and Wednesday. Overall, those rain chances will continue throughout much of next week. Let's turn our attention to the tropics this morning. Again, everything very, very quiet. July, typically a very quiet time for the tropics. And again, one of the things suppressing the activity in the Atlantic at this point is the Saharan dust. And if we look out into next weekend, or this upcoming weekend rather, for the Saharan dust, we have a large plume of dust coming off the coast of Africa, extending all the way into the Caribbean. That may impact us a little bit by early next week. We'll have to wait and see how that goes. In the meantime, a very wet pattern setting up here in southeast Texas, so you'll definitely want to keep your umbrellas handy through the rest of this week, the weekend, and also most of next week. That's a look at your forecast on this Thursday morning. I'm meteorologist Chad Samuel in the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center. Make it a great day, everyone.